Daily Buzz. I'm your host, Kim Bohorquez. This week, the U.S. Senate passed a bill that would make daylight saving time permanent across the country by the end of 2023. The bill, known as the Sunshine Protection Act, still requires passage in the House of Representatives and President Joe Biden's signature to be implemented into law. If signed into law, Mike Mon, general manager of Alta Ski Area, said making daylight saving time permanent would force ski resorts to open an hour later in order for workers to conduct avalanche control work in the daylight. In the Beehive State, another daylight saving bill introduced in the Utah legislature this year sought to make mountain daylight time permanent. That bill, sponsored by State Senator Daniel McKay, stalled during a committee hearing in February after representatives from the state's ski and farming industry lobbied against it. Next, Westside reporter Elixel Cabrera talks with editor Jeff Parrott about her reporting on a new program that one day could help bring solar energy to the west side of Salt Lake City. Hey, Elixel, thanks for joining us. Yeah, of course. So you've done some reporting on the future of solar in Salt Lake City, especially on the west side. Um, I understand the valley itself suffers from inversion for a large part of the year, but air quality is especially bad on the west side. Can you tell us a little more about it? Yes. So the west side of Salt Lake City is in this unique uh, location where there are freeways. There's also an international airport, a power plant, and there are various industrial operations. And on top of that, there's such thing as indoor pollution with much energy inefficient housing. And so they're in this position where air pollution is basically worse in the West side. Inside and out. Yes. So investing in clean energy in the West side is important. And the, the West side is historically a more diverse area on the in Salt Lake City. And usually this kind of programs and this kind of solar systems are expensive and it's basically like paying years worth of energy up front. And you can see things, you can see the results after years. You can actually see how how cheaper it could be for you to to, to afford energy. But it's it's sometimes it's not a possibility on the west side. Got it. And then there's a new program that the West Side is participating in to hopefully tackle this here in the near future. Yeah. So on Salt Lake City was selected for a federal program called Solar Energy Innovation Network. And the city with some partners such as Utah Clean Energy are building an analysis to figure out how to best implement solar panels in commercial buildings on the west side. So these buildings can be uh, businesses or buildings where community gathers, like all, all kinds of buildings are not residential. And it's, the study is gonna take about a year. Can you tell us when it ends and what, what the next steps would be? Yes. So um, the analysis would be, is expected to be ready in 2023. And they are selecting a few um, commercial buildings to implement solar systems. And from there, from there, they're going to study challenges and opportunities that these businesses went through 
while installing this. So the city is not paying for the installation of these solar panels in these commercial buildings, but uh, they are just using this as a as a model for future reference. Okay, got it. Um, and this is part of a bigger plan, I think, in the city to reach some carbon neutral milestones that Air that Mayor Mendenhall has set. Yes. So, um, a few years ago, the Community Renewable Energy Act, like HB four eleven, was approved, and Salt Lake City has been a great advocate for this, and they have committed to achieving clean energy by 2030. And although this is a separate program, this definitely contributes to that goal. Got it. Do you have any other examples of other programs that are going on that are helping Salt Lake City reach this goal or hopefully reach this goal? Um, yeah, so it would be the Community Renewable Energy Act and um, just the application, the implementation of more solar, and it can be also be uh, wind energy, uh, but that is all throughout the city. And actually, a lot of um, cities and towns in this throughout the state are in this program. Got it. So hopefully, things will be getting better here soon, right? Hopefully. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you for talking with us today, Alexo. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and Sage Miller explains one way state lawmakers think they can help save the Great Salt Lake. It's no secret. Great Salt Lake is shrinking. But up until now, there wasn't a legal way to bring water or keep water in the lake. A bill waiting for Governor Spencer Cox's signature would allow natural lands like Great Salt Lake the opportunity to hold water rights. HB 33, sponsored by Representative Joel Ferry, a Republican from Brigham City, amends current Utah water law by opening access to water flowing in stream and officially recognizes natural lands as a beneficial use of water. Under HB 33, water right holders such as farmers are able to lease their water downstream to the Great Salt Lake, for example, instead of risking the loss of their water rights for not using it. The flip side is the only way water will make it to Great Salt Lake is if water right holders are up to giving up their water, which may be tough in a drought year. However, water experts agree HB 33 is a huge win and step towards preserving Great Salt Lake. And as a note, this article was published through the Great Salt Lake Collaborative, a solutions journalism initiative that partners with news, education, and media organizations to help inform people about the plight of the Great Salt Lake. Thanks, Sage. Does Utah Attorney General Sean Reyes want to be a U.S. Senator? Political First reported that former President Donald Trump had been encouraging Reyes to challenge Senator Mitt Romney in the 2024 election nearly two and a half years from now. According to Politico, Reyes could toss his hat into the race as soon as May. When asked by Politico reporter Burgess Everett about the rumor on Wednesday, Romney laughed it off and said if he did decide to run for re-election, having Reyes as a primary challenger in Utah would be, and I quote, the best news I could get. That's it for The Daily Buzz. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and let your friends and family know about us. I'd like to thank the Salt Lake Tribune's Shoal Cardenas for editing The Daily Buzz today and Salt Lake band The Pelicans for our music. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.